My past is past. My future is bright. God's promises are true. And his word is sure. With God as my helper, I will be all he wants me to be. I will do all he wants me to do. Receive all he wants me to receive. And I will give God the glory he deserves. Amen. Amen. Your past is past. Aren't you glad of that? I'm going to tell you something else. Your future is bright. If you're a child of God, your future, it's bright beyond measure. It's bright that you, we just can't imagine that glorious day. But that day's coming. If you're a child of God, your future is bright. Why am I prefacing that by saying if you're a child of God? Because you too have a day coming. And if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, and I'm not about to scare you, I'm just about to tell you what the Word says. If you know Jesus, He's going to say, enter in to the joys of the Lord, prepared for you. But if you don't know Him, and I'm not saying, oh, I know who you are. The Bible says the devils even believe and tremble. But if you don't have that relationship of He is my Father, I am His child, My friend, the Bible also says, he will say, depart from me, I never knew you. Wow. I want to read to you today out of the book of John, St. John. Last Sunday, we celebrated the Easter tomb. And we can get so caught up in our, in our busy schedules of life that we seem day by day, uh, we seem to uh, maybe just move right along. But I want to share with you, uh, the empty tomb is still empty, and I want to share with you what took place later that evening and carry it on out for about eight days from that point. I want to share with you today, uh, reading out of John 20, I want to share with you just for a little while, uh, just if I were to have a, a title for my message today, it's when authority meets doubt. When authority meets doubt. So with that being said, in John 20, I believe I'm going to start reading about verse 19. About verse 19, the the disciples now of the uh, the crucifixion and the resurrection has taken place, and now the disciples are hidden still yet in fear, and they're wondering just as what's going to take place. Are they going to come seeking out the disciples, thinking that maybe they have taken them or to do something with them, try to have some kind of a rebellion take place? So anyway, in verse 19, And the same day at evening, beginning the first day of the week, This is the same day when Mary and and all those came and found the empty tomb. The same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, there were the disciples assembled for fear of the Jews. And Jesus came and stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. I want to read. I'll go back. Verse 20, And he And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad, and when they saw the Lord, then said Jesus unto them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father hath sent me, even so I send you. And when he had thus said this, 
He breathed on them and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them. And when Jesus came, and the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and thrust my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days again, the disciples were within, and Thomas was with them. Then came Jesus, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach hither thy finger, and behold my hands. And reach hither thy hand, and thrust it into my side. And be not faithless, but believing. And be not faithless, but believing. And Thomas answered and said unto him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said unto him, Thomas... Because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen, and yet have believed. And many other signs truly did Jesus in the presence of his disciples, which were not written in this book. But these are written that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name. Wow, what a powerful, powerful passage of Scripture we read today. Before I get into that, I I want to just ask you a couple of questions. Do you believe in the solar system? I mean, do you believe that it's there? Do you believe that the Titanic sunk on its maiden voyage? And that it rests in the bottom of the ocean. Do you believe that? Do you really? Do you believe that? Why? Why do you believe in the solar system? Why do you believe that the Titanic sunk and it rests at the bottom of the ocean? Why do you believe that? Because someone in authority shared that message. Someone in authority wrote those words, and we believe because of that what we have read, what we have heard, what we have, uh, 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 somebody has shared with us, so much so that I believe that the Titanic rests there. I believe in the solar system, what little bit we see of it. I believe in that. Why? Because someone in authority spoke, and we have read and we believe, right? We believe these things because of that very nature. Every historical, every scientific, and just about 99% probably of everything, and when I say 99% because some of it is right to you, but just about everything that you know, you believe because of what you have read, 
what you have heard taught, what someone has told you, and therefore they came from a position of authority, and we believe that. You get what I'm coming at today? You understand what I'm saying? I wasn't there when they crucified Jesus on that cross. Of course not. I wasn't there looking into the empty tomb. Neither were you. I was there that night when a preacher was preaching. And he was preaching with authority and the power of the Holy Spirit. And he preached and he told me of a Jesus that died for me. And he loved me enough that if I would come and confess my sin, God, simply be merciful to me who has sinned and come short of your glory. If I would confess that and believe in him that he died and rose again. That preacher never went to Calvary. That preacher never saw the empty tomb. But I tell you what, I believe without a shadow of doubt that when I... that He is mine. He gave me that gift of salvation. And I know that He has offered that to me. And I received it. Why? Someone... In a position of authority. Someone in a position of authority shared that. And he shared that because of the fact that he knew he had a message to bring. May I tell you today, we each and every one have a message to share. We each and every one have that message. That woman... That Jesus met at the well that was a prostitute, if you will, that had been with five men and the one she was with that time was not her husband. She had a conversion, if you will, and she said, come meet a man who told me all things ever I did. And you know what the Bible says? And many believed upon Jesus because of her testimony. She did not have the power to save those people. I don't have the power to save you. But I have it on authority to tell you about one who is able. And my friend, I speak to you today in that authority that God has given to me to tell you that God wants to save you today and he gave his son to make it possible. And yet many doubt today. Many doubted. Why do you doubt that God would give His only begotten Son? You know what? If that was... Think of all the people who claim to be something or another and down through the centuries past. All those people who claim to be this or claim to be that. First of all, they died and you can visit if you like where they're dead. Buried. But what about all these people that... Skeptics today, my friend. In 1948, they found uh, some scrolls all tied up over... ...doubt what they found. But I don't believe 
that I have a home in heaven because I believe that there's a book called the Bible. I believe about what the Bible says. I believe about what thus saith the word of God. Think about this now. And listen here now. I want to go back in our scripture reading today. Of these men now, they were hiding in fear of what might happen to them. And then suddenly, the Bible says uh, in verse 19, and the, when the doors were shut, they were all in here. Uh, I saved Thomas. Thomas was not with them at the time. They were all in here and they were hiding for fear. And the Bible says the door was shut. And there were the symbols of fear. And when Jesus stood in the middle of them, Jesus stood right in the midst. You know, as I was driving to church this morning and I've been praying and studying this passage of Scripture. On the way to church this morning, I'm meditating on that and the thought come to me, that's just like our heart, isn't it? That's just like our heart, that we in our heart, Jesus wants to come in because in our heart is where our life comes from. In our heart, if you will, and that's where Jesus wants to come in and save you, okay? Because that's where life springs forth from. But I thought that's how we do with our hearts so much so that we, we guard ourselves up and we stay inside and we don't want to let anybody in. And yet Jesus is there saying, invite me in. Jesus is there. They were gathered around and he said, peace be unto you. And and when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Now listen, this is from ones who had witnessed seeing his hands, witnessed seeing his side. Witness that this was the very one that was dead and crucified and rose again. They were witnesses of the fact, and they were talking by a way of authority. And you know what Jesus told them? Jesus said unto them, after he showed them, he said, Then he said unto them again, Peace be unto you, as my Father has sent me. Even so, send I you. And when he had thus said this, he breathed upon them and said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Listen, we have got a message here. Listen, this is where it comes down to the the part being of one who speaks with authority. Uh, They took that message and they went out and they shared that message with somebody. And somebody believed what they had heard. And somebody believed and then they went and shared the message again. And somebody went and shared the message again. And down through the ages of time, uh, the message, my friend, has been there. It's always been going out. It's always been reaching out to those that whosoever will uh, let him come. Come and drink of the water of life freely. Unto whosoever will, know that Jesus Christ is ready to save your dying soul. Whosoever will, letting let you know that if you come, he said, I will in no wise cast you out. Listen here, you can know today. And they're coming and sharing that story as ones that are speaking with authority. And yet there are skeptics today. There are skeptics today that Jesus died buried and rose again and yet they'll believe you name it you see what I'm saying they'll believe all kinds of things they'll believe things that are happening and maybe aren't happening because it's out there but I want to tell you something here we get on down and we see this and he said 
unto them. He said, I've got a message for you to do. I've got something for you to share. And listen, he showed them. And he showed them exactly how he would do. He said, as my father had sent me, he gave them the example. I did what my father wanted me to do. Now I want you you to do what I want you to do. And I want you to... And I want you to share uh, the message of Jesus Christ, that he loves you and that he died on the cross for you and he was buried and he arose again to make that... I tell you, you might... you the authority to share the news of Jesus Christ to anyone. And he gave you that power within you. Go tell. That song they just said, greater. My friend, I want to tell you something here today. We have the authority today that is within us. How do I know I have it? Because he's in me. And just as he told those disciples, as my father has sent me, even so I send you. You know what he did? He breathed on them and he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And I want to tell you something. When you get to the point in life, let me share my own example. If you've been saved, the moment you ask Jesus Christ to come into your heart, the moment you ask Jesus Christ to forgive you, come into your heart, and you know, you got to believe. you got to believe. All things are possible to him that believes. You have to believe in him. And the moment you do that, you know what the Bible says? That his Holy Spirit, he said, I will come in and dwell with you. Sup with you and you with me. I will be in you. And listen here. The moment Jesus Christ came into my heart and life, he began to dwell in my life, giving me the authority, giving me the opportunity to know the greater world. Now, with the Holy Spirit that's in me, I need to learn, I need to grow, and I need to exercise, if you will, the authority that I have. Some people today that are Christians today don't act too much like Christ, don't act very Christian-like, maybe because they've never exercised the authority they have in them. I want to tell you something today. When we believe who we are and who is within us, we can have power to say unto the mouth, shall be done. May I tell you today, are you talking about a literal mountain? I'm talking about the mountain of doubt. I'm talking about the mountain that you think can't happen in your loved one's life. I'm talking about the thing that's before you uh, that you don't think is ever going to be possible. Your loved one will never accept Christ or whatever it might be. I'm talking about that kind when you can pray and have that kind of power. Uh, My friend, you can see the mountain crumble. You can feel uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. He told the disciples, he said, whatsoever, listen to what he said here. Receive you the Holy Ghost, and whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Listen to what he said. He says, they didn't have the power to save people. They had the power to tell the story. And he said, you tell the story, and whosoever sins they are forgiven, they're going to be forgiven. And your story and your duty is to tell the story that if they don't want to hear it, they're going to die in their sins. They're going to retain their sins. So so you tell the story, and if they believe their sins are going to be forgiven through the power 
of God. And you tell the story they don't want to believe, they doubt that it's possible, they'll keep it, they'll die, and that's it. How important is that for us to know? Whatever God has asked for you to do, Christian, listen to me now. Your authority comes from God. Whatever God is dealing with you and telling you to do, your authority comes from God. And you begin to wonder, am I able to do this? I'm going to tell you something. You have all power in you. The doubt doesn't come from God. It comes from you. And get self out of the way and see what great things God will do in your life, through your life. May I tell you that collectively and corporately as a church here as well? I'm going to brag on you just a minute here. When I'm out and about in the city and throughout and talking and meeting other pastors in my line of work and such, I got a card just the other day thanking me in our church for the outreach and the different things that we have done from another pastor. And they tell me, oh, I hear great things about Grace Missionary Baptist Church. And that makes me feel good, but it also makes me want to tremble too, brother. It makes me want to tremble because I want us to not forget we've got a mission. We've got a mission here, church, and we need to realize the authority of what we have been given and the power that we have and from where it has come. Or we can be like Thomas. You know, Thomas gets a doubt Uh, The doubting Thomas gets labeled upon him because he gets a bad rap, does he not? The Bible says when I first read to you that Thomas was not with them, right? Said and Thomas was not with them. But may I tell you here, Thomas wasn't there. So then after eight days again, the disciples were gathered and Thomas with them. Now, remember what Thomas told the disciples eight days earlier. When they said, we have seen the Lord. (laughs) But he said unto them, except I see his hands and print and the print of the nails and put my finger into the print of the nails and thrust my hand into his side. I will not believe. Don't get a bad rap on Thomas. Thomas wanted to make sure. May I tell you today, I want you to make sure. I want you to know. I want you to know that you know Jesus. I want you to know. I want you to know that you know that without Jesus, and you know who you are, that you won't make heaven as your home. I want you to know that as well. But listen, Thomas just said, I will not believe. And then eight days goes by. And they're gathered together all in a room exactly like they were eight days earlier. The door was shut. And Jesus appears in the midst. Jesus appears right in the middle of him. And what's the very words Jesus says? Listen to this. When he said, peace be unto you. That's a greeting. Immediately, then saith he to Thomas, (laughs) he knows your thoughts. He knows your heart. He knows exactly what you're thinking. He knows what you're thinking today. He knows what you might say. Oh, I don't believe there is a God. He wants you to think. He wants you to know that he knows exactly what you think about him. He turned to Thomas 
Reach hither thy finger. Huh? I want you to just, man, this is how I do. This is how I. They're in that closed room. And Jesus walks through. Hello, everyone. Peace be unto you. Then he looks over to Thomas. He said, reach your finger, Thomas. Come here. Come here, reach your finger. I'm going to tell you what, you're talking about being called out, huh? <laughs> yeah, talk about being called out. He knows exactly what you're thinking, and he's calling you out today. He's saying, come unto me. I know your need. I know your need. Thomas had a need, and he said, I need to see, and I need to put my... And then he said, here. And he said it exactly like Thomas said too, didn't he? Yeah. And thrust it into my side. Huh? Come here, Thomas. Can you just see him open up his robe, his cloak there, pulling it up? Come here. Come here. Thrust your hand in my side. Yeah. Yeah. Can you see that up here? (laughs) I'm going to tell you what. Thomas, listen to what he said. Thomas answering and said unto him, My Lord and my God. By the way, this is the first time that you hear any of the disciples call Jesus God. My Lord and my God. Thomas didn't need to put his finger. Thomas didn't need to thrust his hand in his side. Thomas saw Jesus for who he was and who he is. He didn't need to do those things. And you know what Jesus said? Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they, here we are, that have not seen and yet believed. That's you and I today. That's you and I today. When the disciples came like that, listen, Thomas was a doubter, but his doubts had a purpose. You may be a doubter today, your doubts have a purpose, and the purpose is to lead you to an answer. And you're here today for me to tell you by the authority that God has given me to tell you today that Jesus is your answer. And may your doubts lead you to that answer today. Thomas didn't stay in his doubt. How long are you going to stay in your doubt? How long will you stay in your doubt? How long will you say, I know I need to accept Christ as my Savior, but not today. Satan doesn't have his job as not to get you to deny. Satan's job is get you simply to doubt. To doubt. To doubt. To doubt. You see what I'm saying? To doubt not ever coming up to an answer. Because Jesus is the only answer. And because though so therefore if Satan can get you to doubt and doubt and doubt and doubt and doubt again. One day you'll draw your last breath and Satan will say I've got you to doubt long enough. You're mine. You are mine. Doubt will encourage rethinking. 
And I hope you'll rethink how you think about Jesus today. Thomas didn't stay in his doubt. Listen to what he says in verse 29. Thomas, then he said, Jesus said unto him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast believed. Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Authority met doubt. And my friend, when you get to that place, power and authority is speaking before you today, not in me. Just like he told those disciples, whatsoever sins you remit, he didn't say you will save them. Whatsoever sins you remit, they're remitted. Whatsoever sins you retain, they're going to keep their sin. In other words, if you lead them to the Lord, if you lead them to salvation, they'll have a cleansing nature. They'll be a new creature in Christ. But Thomas and all the other disciples, all I'm telling you to do is go and do it. Thomas gets a bad rap, if you will. I'm coming to a close here just in another minute or two. But if you go ahead and study out the life of Thomas... Thomas went further than any of the other 12, any of the other 11. Thomas went all the way as a missionary, starting churches all the way into India. I am told in reading in the history of Thomas, I am told that if you go over into churches in India today, there are people today that will tell you the history of their church, the origin of their church started back when Thomas came sharing the word of the gospel, a man with authority and power to bring salvation to whosoever would believe. It will also tell you that while Thomas was doing that, that he was speared and he died doing the work of Christ. So may I tell you today, coming to Christ will cost you something maybe in life. Yeah. Remember the young girl at Columbine? I'm not going to deny Jesus. Huh? (laughs) What about if that were to happen here? My friend, I want you to know something. If it's my life, I'm going to say he is mine and I am his. You might say, well, you can deny him and live. I can say who he is and he's my king and live forever. Yeah, sojourners. That's what the Bible says we are. Just passing through. Authority and the power of the word has been given out. You believe the Titanic sunk, but yet you've never seen it. So I wonder and I question, why do you believe or have questions believing and doubt believing that Jesus is who he says he is? You've never seen him either. But because down through the generation after generation, someone had been given authority Someone shared the message of the love of Christ. I accepted it. You accepted it that have. So I'm going to ask you today, are you ready to let your doubt be led to Jesus? Thomas, Jesus never got on to Thomas for doubting him. 
He never got on to Thomas. He just knew that Thomas had questions. He wanted the right answers, and the right answers came to him. Now, I tell you something. Here it is. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. You can question the doubts all you want. God, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Because there's sin in the world. There's sin in the world, and that's why he sent his son to give us a way of escape. So as we stand right now this morning, let me ask you, do you feel that tug in your heart? Do you feel that in in there in your mind? Do you feel that conversation already starting? That yes, I need I need to make my way down the aisle. Do you feel that one-on-one conversation and nobody you think knows, and yet I'm talking about it? Would you simply just come and say, "I need Jesus as my Savior"? I want to ask Brother Michael to come down. What about you? What about you here today? While the music is played. You're here today and and you know Jesus is your Savior, but we can get weary and worn and and get weak. Thank you to our visitors for coming today. I'm so glad to see you again. And I hope you'll continue to come and just become part of our family here at Grace. Nothing else, bow our heads. We'll be dismissed. Brother Nick, will you dismiss us?